everybody. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been rocking with your girls, welcome back to Seriously Podcast. I'm Mary. I'm Brittany. For those who've been with us for a minute now, you guys know that we recap digital series. We've been doing it for five years consecutively. But we want to try something different and use what the kids call old school. Um, we're doing a show that's on television. I don't know if you guys remember that. What is that? What is that? I'm so used to watching stuff on my laptop. Yeah, my laptop is my TV. <laughs> But we had to do it. We said, let's switch it up a little bit. You know, it's kind of a full circle moment for us because Insecure, if you know, you you know, it started off as Aqua Black Girl, which was a show that really connected me and my girl Mary here and really like showed us the love of web series and introduced that world to us, which prompted us to start our podcast. So full circle moment. So now Aqua Black Girl is not Insecure, which is now on HBO. So even though it's not a digital series per se, we said, let's show us some love. It's the final final season so we have to do it yeah of course new show different format same mess you guys know what comes with us <laughs> yeah but for the people who don't know because i know we got some new viewers because now we're on black oak tv so sh hey y'all welcome hey, guys. hey welcome so here at Sipsy Podcast, we like to have fun mm -hmm. we like to drag characters by their wigs by their necks we let it all out. We have a lot of fun. We peep everything. Everything that you're peeping, we peeped it already. And we're going to say it. We're going to call it out. And so we have, we have to. This is what we're here for. So we share our questions, comments, and concerns on all digital series and now some TV series. We just recap it and let us, you know, we talk about what happened in the episode and share our questions, comments, and concerns and have a lot of fun. And a lot of tea. Give a lot of tea. <laughs> and give, give some exclusives too. Oh, yeah. We love a good excuse. Always, always. So let's get into Insecure Season 5, Episode 1. Before we get into the episode, let's maybe do like a little recap of the last four seasons. What went down? What are we expecting for this season? And more. Okay? Yeah, please. It's been two years. Yes. That's crazy. It's been a minute. After Season 4, we could just start off with Issa. You know, she had her man, Season 1, Lawrence. Her, him and her were together for five years. They mm -hmm. both kind of neglected the relationship, neglected each other. You know, he wasn't his full potential self. She was kind of just going with the flow, not really telling him what was wrong for him to maybe fix it. Because I, I feel like that was the type of guy he was. Like, if you really told him, he could have, he would have, he would have fixed it. You know, he was down and out, out of work, had a dream. She just wasn't there mentally in the relationship and she mm -hmm. cheated. She cheated on him with Daniel and Daniel was somebody from her past that bad business. Then her and Daniel kind of got into something. She was sleeping on his couch. It got a little messy. It was just not a good look all around. Lawrence mm -hmm. got himself together, got a good job, got himself on track. And I felt like they kind of grew apart separately for them to come okay. together, okay? They needed that time apart to grow. Yeah. Are you Team Lawrence? No, I never was. Never was Team Lawrence. Never was Team Lawrence. Sorry, guys. Team Lawrence, it's a Lawrence Hive out there. I I noticed, but I never really cared for Lawrence. When he came back, I said, why are you here? <laughs> what do you, what, what did you, did you forget something, sir? Can we help you? 
I remember when he came back, it was kind of like, oh my God. I started rewatching a little bit. And while they broke up, um, Issa also got involved with the guy named Nathan. And I like Nathan. Yeah, I like Nathan. Yeah. But he ghosted her, which was he a did. bad luck. None of them are perfect. Lawrence, he smashed this woman, Tasha, that yes. was always in his face, showing her assets. She knew what she wanted, but I think at some point after Issa and Lawrence broke up, like he was kicking it with Tasha and she was trying to become a girlfriend. He said, whoa, pump your brakes. Yes, but he also led her to, because at first their relationship was still like, oh, we just chilling, we just having sex. But he led it to believe that it was something more. So then she was like, oh if it's something more then let's do it and he was like whoa right. he was like, okay she said you're an a f boy disguised as a nice guy something like that that was her her line because yeah, like you don't want to be mean or rude but you're leading me on and you mess mm -hmm. with, you mess with my head you're a jerk so he has communication issues he's been it's been there for some time nathan came into the picture like you said and i liked nathan although he did ghost her but it was for you know to get his mental together yeah. that does yeah. happen Issa's not perfect yeah. at all but she, I remember she did go a little crazy looking for him. A little? She showed up to his house in pajamas and started snooping through his computer thinking his password was Issa. Ma'am. Ma'am. And I, that's, like, I, a guy ghosts you. It hasn't happened in a while because, you know, we do the ghosting here at Service Podcast. We're growing. We're growing. But when it does happen, you kind of get into your head like, what went wrong? What What did I say? You start scrolling back. Every time your phone rings, you think it's him. Um, it's not. But um, it's it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has some mental health issues, and that's real. Yeah, of course. I think she was going through, like, a change in her career. She wanted to start this, like, block party organization. That's when Nathan, like, popped back up, right? Like, to encourage her. Did. A little bit before the block party started taking off, he popped up saying, you know, he went to Houston and everything. But she told him that she just needed time because at that point, she was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna focus on me. And mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to do that. Like these relationships can be distractions. If you don't have yourself together, you can't be the best version of yourself in a relationship. So she said, let me just focus on this block party, focus on me. She got her apartment together. She's like, it's all about me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Then she had the block party. And the thing about it also, Nathan was really supportive of her dream and yeah. her block party. He was like her number one fan. Yeah. Whenever she had doubts, he was always there like, you got In this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then fast forward, her and Lawrence had kind of got back together. For whatever reason. Yeah. They grew and they said, let's do this thing. And she had to break the news to Nathan, and he felt away, of course, because, you know, he wanted to be all in with her, but Lawrence kind of took over. Fast forward some more, and Lawrence got a woman named Canola Oil pregnant. That's not her name. Her name what was Canola. <laughs> but I thought it was condolences. <laughs> so it's something around that. Yeah. Uh, but she's pregnant. She's pregnant right now, and that is, it's big. It's a big um, thing. The character, Molly. Molly. has a love-hate relationship with. Right now is hate. I think uh, season four, he was dragged through the mud. The mud. 
I think she's been dragged through the mud every single season because she's always yeah. been like judgmental, almost borderline entitled. Um, she overthinks a lot and you know, she ruins good things for herself. Especially with the men. Especially, especially. Yes. She is a, like a lot of women in the world where they kind of self-sabotage relationships and kind of act like that is, um, oh, I'm just doing what's best for me. I ain't got time. But just like, girl, is it the best for you? Or are you just making excuses to not be, I don't know, happy? Which is something that Issa said to her in season uh, four. Issa asked Molly, why? It seems like you don't want to be happy. You're always finding a problem. Aren't you tired? I feel like you're tired. And I feel like that line took Molly for a loop and she shut down with the relationship. Like, you gonna say that to me? In the last season, she was dating Asian Bay, AKA Andrew, right? That's his name? That's his name. When they first met, she was not seeing it for him because he is not. And she was just like, I don't understand interracial love. What is that? But you know, <laughs> he wooed her in some way. It seemed like that was like the best relationship she had. But again, she's self-sabotaged. And so he was just like, I can't. You said this has God to bless. End. I'm not the one for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Andrew was her, I think he was her longest relationship too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for real. And I feel like Andrew, Andrew tried, like I think she saw him slipping away at multiple points and she was like, okay, what can I do to switch it? And I think he began to mentally check out. And once you mentally check out of a relationship, there's no coming back. Yeah, there's no coming back. Because I remember at some point she was like putting work before the relationship and he was patient. He would still stay over and then like just fall asleep on her couch. The last job was like, she ordered food that he did not want and he had specifically asked for something else and she was just like yeah but I know like um I know you wanted that but like I thought this would be better and he was just like this ain't working this ain't it this ain't it and that whole thing last season with her him Molly and his brother that was something too yeah. that kind of was like okay mentally he was taking mental notes he like was I can't do it notes. And at that point, him, uh, Molly and Issa were also on um, a thin line. And I, I don't think he liked how she handled that as well. When, um, yeah, he's, I see it. Issa. I see all the moves that you're making and I'm not. Like, this is not going to work. But I wish you all the best of luck. <laughs> and um, we're going to separate here. So she's, she's going through, she's going through it. I just love how they're showing how much friendships can be affected like just how you know tv shows talk about oh breaking up relationships but friendships can be you can break up too and that's really you just drift apart from certain people people that you thought were gonna be in your life forever you don't want to talk to anymore and yeah. it's crazy to see like how that happened it just happens so easily um so you know they're best friends but they're going through it right now i think it's because they're growing individually or like one is growing more than the other in, in this case isa as opposed to molly molly kind of like has stayed the same for a while and isa is like i would say she's more vocal about like her opinions and stuff like that and she's doing all that she have she's having all these changes like her career and the men that she with molly has been just getting away with the way she's been behaving for so long and isa hasn't really said anything to her so when she finally did to molly that was that girl who the hell are you talking to like that right you just got yourself together so how are you coming at me right like molly's not used to isa being successful yeah or like going after what she wants i think she just got so comfortable with her 
being the the, the the main person in the group that has like the penthouse apartment and like, she's a lawyer she has like the career the, the everything that you know everyone aspires to have when they're in like their 30s and Issa for a long time was just like figuring it out yeah just going with the flow but I also want to say with Issa I feel like she didn't really communicate um with Molly like I feel like there were certain times in uh, season four where Molly was actually trying to like okay let's actually talk about this let's try to mend it's clear that there's something wrong here we're, we're mm-hmm. off so let's talk about it like you know Molly said let's talk on Thanksgiving Issa decided to skip on that like she didn't want to her. tired of like the the same thing over and over again. Like, we're going to have this conversation. You're going to say the same thing, and then you're going to go back to the way you've been behaving. So it's like this cycle. And I'm just making stuff up. I honestly don't know. Joe! <laughs> I'm just assuming. How's she debating me with no facts? No facts at all. That's how I do things. <laughs> Welcome to Seriously Podcast. <laughs> we're just going to talk. <laughs> Their relationship is um, trembling. They had a big falling out at the block party. That was wrong, Amali. Don't do that. This is my place of work. And for Molly to be the most professional of the group, I didn't understand why she was so gung-ho about Issa going around her back to talk to Andrew because she really needed an artist for her event. Like, girl, if you don't want to ask your man, I have a mouth of my own. I'm going to ask him my damn self. Step aside. Nathan, right. So, and that, I didn't... I didn't see a problem with her asking Nathan to ask him because it didn't go through Molly. You said you didn't want to ask him because, you know, y'all were going through something and whatever. But I think Molly's whole point is, which I understand from her, it's like, we haven't talked in X amount of days. And when you finally do talk to me, it's to ask for a favor. It's like, what are you, you just bypass, you don't care about my feelings or our friendship. That's what I got. And I get that from Molly. I get that from her. But I guess in that moment for Issa, like, this was so important to her, such a big thing for her to just, like, get her event up up and running that like we're gonna have to put this friendship to the side real quick like <laughs> i need to focus on this event i love you sis i do but like this is extremely important to me right now so can you help me or not i don't want isa like Molly shouldn't have been mad that she went through Nathan. So I don't know what's going to happen with Molly and Issa. I hope that they can fix it because I really like their friendship. But sometimes you go apart from people and that's okay. It's okay. Because I can tell you, I have best friends that I don't even talk to anymore from back in the day. You know, it happens. And it's sad because like those are like the longest relationships that you had. Like no yeah. matter how many people you, men you date like they're still there they're like almost a part of you like they've they've yeah. watched you grow absolutely absolutely so let's see what happens uh we're jumping into season five now episode one titled reunited okay we jump ahead two months um, since you know the football, the block party, Lawrence and Issa getting back together, and him telling her that Condoleezza Rice is pregnant with his baby. <laughs> the girls are all headed to their alma mater, Stanford University. I don't know why, but I thought they went to Howard. I don't know where I got this from, but whatever. For their ten-year anniversary, ten-year reunion. Issa's supposed to be on a panel, but she don't even know the acronym for what her organization is called. I said, girl. She said, I'm going to get it. 
Girl, she don't even know the last C. She don't even know. It is, what is it called? Black Life Opportunities, Culture, and Connection. But it took her a minute to even know what the last C was, like the block. Girl, damn, get it together. <laughs> As the gang is all together, you still see there's some tension between Molly and Issa. Because I think they spoke about it. They spoke about it in the last season, but it was it's still in a space where it's just like, are we back? Not really. So yeah. they're walking to campus and I loved when Tiffany told Issa, like, I can we can all tell when you don't remember someone by your tone. And that's so real. Like when you don't know somebody, you're always like, hey, hey girl. Hey! It's always because you're you're using the long hey to say, okay, who is this person? What is their name? You're trying to think. Yep. Hey! Mm -hmm. I don't know. Person. How I can't even tell you how many times I have had full conversation with people I do not remember, and I'll act like I do. Just go with the full like. How have you been? Girl, it's been a minute. <laughs> like I saw you yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So as Issa's talking to someone she probably don't even know, Molly pulls Kelly to the side and kind of just asks her, like, how did you navigate your relationship with Tiffany as far as, like, because they they ha they gone through some stuff, too, as all friendships do. Like, how did y'all get back to, like, where you are now? Um, Kelly's like, listen, we've been fake back for a minute before we were back back. So it just takes time to tell her not to force it, which I think Molly does a lot of. She tries to force things and just doesn't let it flow. And yeah. this is more of a let it flow type of person molly doesn't know how to just let things happen she's always like going to try to control it you know so she's trying she's like all right you know what let me just take a step back and see what happens between um me and isa i think she's she's this way because she always strives for like perfection and it's like nothing is perfect girl you just have to let things yeah. be things take work okay and it's okay. Why in the little brochure that they had, they done killed our girl Kelly. <sighs> she gone. She went on to glory. She gone to glory. How do you do that? <laughs> like, first of all, who told you? Who said she was dead? They asked Issa for a yes. and she did not know why. She was like, oh, you know, Kelly just be Kelly. Wh why? At what point do you say, why would I ask you for a quote? People don't be thinking it. Like, what? <laughs> I would I like I wouldn't know how to feel. I would feel like am am I that invisible? People think I'm dead. Why was is because she was like not really on social media. I think she was off the grid. So they're like, oh she dead. <laughs> they didn't check references. They didn't try to contact her. It's a oh she gone. Okay. Wow. wow. And no one seems to care that sis is in fact alive. Yeah. Pretty much. They go to a little reunion party um, later on, and they have like a memoriam yes. for her on the screen. And it says, "He always had the best stinky leg and always carried a purse." Who wants to be remembered Ooh. for that? Who is this? The legacy that I left for myself? Because that bitch made me think. Like, because what are people gonna say about me? Because I love the chicken head. Is that what y'all gonna say? She loved the chicken head. She loved them through earrings. She had a mean chicken. She had a mean chicken head. You didn't want to battle, huh? <laughs> you didn't want no smoke when she got on the scene. No. Mm. Like that's not what you want to be remembered for. In a purse, a purse. What does that mean? Don't we all have a purse? 
Is that not normal? <laughs> she always had a purse. Oh, that girl had a purse. She oh, had a purse. R.I.P. She always had a purse. Ate in the So she's really like, okay, this is what people remember about me, but you know what? Okay. She kind of makes fun of it. They all, you know, do the stinky leg for R.I.P. For Kelly, let's do the stinky leg for her. They don't take her serious. That's the sad part. They don't take her serious. Like, as much as she jokes, like, her life yeah, yeah and she's right here i'm here no one cares we're just gonna sink you lake for me okay yeah, yeah no one fought for her they're like why is my friend on the screen she's actually alive <laughs> she's right here oh these, these people are different they run into an old friend cheyenne who's like the life of the party type real fun real uh-huh. real crazy before that or after that we see molly who's with the guys laughing kikiing it gets quiet and then all of a sudden Derek's like omari's divorced and they leave i'm like who the heck is omari who is this where'd he come from they have a moment turns out that this is omari this is omari this is omari everyone this is him so I was like, okay, got it. They have a moment and they used to be friends with benefits back in the day, but nothing like serious, you know? Right. And, but I think, I guess for him, like he wants to see, he wants that old thing back because he's successful in life. Molly's kind of like, that was cute back then, but I don't know. Did she even remember him like that? <laughs> she remember him. He had the audacity to say oh you know they've been trying to get us alone so you know you don't let me go again come again (laughs) men be having the audacity i don't who are you what was that (laughs) what are you saying what Goodness. It's been four seasons. No, Derek has never said like, "Oh, Molly, you need to get back with Omari." No one's been trying. So nobody, nobody cares. Like recently divorced, so he wants to see if he still he still got it. Yeah. I guess Molly's kind of trying to figure out if this could be a thing. Like throughout the episode, she's also trying to question like, "Do I want to get back with him, or do I want to explore this?" You know, he's been blowing her up. He wants to see what's going on, but it's like a lot. Like you just got divorced, sir. Have a seat. Yeah. And Molly, like, every time a man gives her attention, she wants to know, should I? You don't have to say yes to every single guy. But she's at that point, and let's really talk about it. Like, when you hit your 30s, you're kind of like, you don't want to settle, but it's like, am I being too picky? It's so many questions. But she shouldn't give every guy a chance, unless you really see it. But when, (laughs) it's like a mind thing. As you get older, you're just kind of like, I don't want to be single forever. Let me have, maybe I'll give him a chance. It's like, no, girl, you don't have to. No, because if it feels like that's already, it feels like that's a lot of work. I see the potential. Like, come on. If it's not there, it's not there. there. Stay alive for people in the back because people don't be understanding. So the next day, y'all know, like, she loves to look herself in the mirror. When she goes to the bathroom, she sees college Issa. Mm-hmm. And college Issa is really like, what is my life about to become? Like, how did I get from this to that? <laughs> like, she goes, let me see those abs. Oh, what happened? Body not together. Coordination is off. No real career. No man. Like, how Issa's like, oh, what happened? You fell off. What happened to you? Okay. And that made me think, like, what would what would you say to your college self? Do I even remember her? Who oh, is she? Lord. Right? What was she about? Her body was together. Talk about her body. But she didn't have the confidence in herself. No confidence. 
none. I definitely would have made told her push yourself out of your comfort zone because I I still struggle with that today. Where it's like I will I'm kind of like Molly in the sense. Of will overthink something and talk myself out of it and then just see opportunities pass me by and then just be like thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it and it's like now I gotta move on to the next thing but that's hard to move on from because I'm still thinking like I should have I should have could have would have yeah yeah that's real that's real for me stop eating I would have told my college self stop eating you're not gonna like it when you're when you're older you had energy so the food was fueling your energy <laughs> Yes, that was a, a more energetic time. I would say I'm like Issa in the sense of just like kind of doubting yourself when it's like you have great ideas. You have, you can do anything you set your mind to, but then you kind of doubt yourself like, oh, I can't do it. No, it's too much work. No, it's too hard. Even when you do something yeah. successful and you have to, you know, keep going, it's kind of like, mm, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have let certain things like bring me down when it's like it, you shouldn't. Like, I have to like talk to myself like, girl, you got this going on you got this going on like you're popping yeah. it's okay to yeah. give yourself those props yeah that's something that i struggle with yeah. too like congratulating myself like that's what i i try to do to myself now like in my 30s is like you completed this girl give, give yourself a drink yeah. go buy yourself something take care of yourself yeah. when i was younger i definitely was just like that ain't really nothing to be like proud of like that's 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 nothing but now looking back it's like that was a big deal like because not a lot of people are exactly. doing that Exactly. Say as far as dating, go on those dates, girl. Go on those dates. Stop being scary. Stop being shy. Like, cut it out. Because it's different. Like, back in the day, the guys would be outside. They'd be like, oh, what's up? What's up? Now, they're like, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. So Yeah. I wish I had the confidence mm -hmm. that this new generation has yeah. when it came to dating. Dating multiple men the way that the, these new girls be like, give me money or leave me out. Right, I'm not about that life. Yeah. So I'm not about that life. I would be like just sitting at the dinner table, just, oh my God, I'm, I don't know what to do, what to say. Like, I hope he likes me. Cut it out. Stop being shy. Cut it out. That's what I would yeah. tell her. Yeah. I am proud of her. Everything my college self has yeah, done too. to now, we got to be proud of ourselves. Speaking of self-doubt, Issa, she's on this panel, and she is feeling like a phony because everyone else on this panel called Finding Your Path, they all seem to be like expert in their craft, but for me, panels, I'm not here they, for They just be talking, chatting, and using, like, what are you saying? What does that even mean? What are we talking about? What's the topic? like to say words and talk in circles and piggyback on things and just like shut up yeah i can't like being on a panel it's just as bad as being in a group interview i'm just like what are you everyone's trying to like one yeah. up each other and make it seem like they're so accomplished i'm gonna i want to go last like let me see what y'all talking about okay so this is what i want to say but even that makes you like start thinking overthinking like i don't even know answer that question what the hell are you talking about but going <laughs> but when you go first let's say you go first and then a person next to you answers better than you you're kind of like dang i should have said that dang oh that answer was good oh man i sound stupid like you just be in your head regardless yeah and i feel like panelists are always trying to say these quotes that get them like the biggest applause and it's like shut up man and Issa was real 
She was she was honest. Issa was, she was super honest. Like, I don't even know if I'm on the right path. <laughs> she, did. Mm-hmm. she did. I could wake up tomorrow and say, what was all this for? This is wrong. You made a wrong turn. <laughs> and which is real. You don't know. You don't know. For me, am I on the right path? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I went to school for fashion. Went to school for fashion. Mm-hmm. Always had a love for events. So I started my own Mm -hmm. event company. But am I supposed to be a fashion show producer? I don't know. Nobody knows. Like, I'm very envious of those who know what their path is very early on or when they find it. It's just like, damn, when am I going to know my path? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I also went to school for fashion merchandising. Then I switched over to marketing. I went in tech. Like, what? (laughs) How did we get here? It's just, it's really crazy how just like your path just unrolls itself. Mm-hmm. How one thing could affect another and just lead you into a world that you never know you would be in. That's that is life. One decision after one decision affects you know everything. That should be the answer for every panel. Yeah, like, yeah. Life, life. What do you think about this? You know, life. You just gotta life, and everybody's gonna clap. That's life. good. That's deep. Yeah, that's real. (laughs) (laughs) The answer has so much, but it's nothing at the same time. So, you know, I think this panel also opened Issa's eyes to certain things about her life that maybe she wants to clean, maybe she wants to do. Like, it messed with her. It messed with her head, this panel. Molly and Issa Mm -hmm. are talking. They decide to have, like, a little... You know, let's chill and have some drinks. So Molly is tripping up on Mari, but she just really be in her head. Like she's thinking so negative, overanalyzing. And she's like, girl, calm down. Forget about this man. Like you didn't even know this man existed until you came back here. You forgot about him. Yeah. Leave him there. For all you know, he could have been sure in the memoriam for all you for all know. You, you were know. not thinking about <laughs> He could have been on the page after Kelly. You don't know. <laughs> Come on. You know, as Issa's venting about the panel, Molly actually gave her props, like, which I thought was nice. I feel like the last season, Molly kind of belittled Issa. Like, even when Issa <laughs> first um, shared her idea with, about the black party, Molly was kind of like, you still doing that little thing? You know, when black people call something little. It's like, mm. like, she never really, really, really supported her. So it was nice to see her give props. Like, you no, you did good. You did, you was honest. You was really, you have a whole entire company. You made a company. Like, that's big. But Issa don't see it that, like, she knows it's a big deal. But at the end of the day, like, Everything is still out of her control. She's like, I'm still managing dusty apartments. I still do a lift, a relationship. Like, nothing. And I do that, too, where you focus on all the bad and not the good. Like, you still have yeah. good things yeah. going on, girl. So celebrate those small wins. Celebrate that. Celebrate it, girl. So they all head to a party. And Issa, Cheyenne, and Molly decide to go into the liquor store. Cheyenne, Yes. Cheyenne knew exactly what liquor store to go to. So when they come out, this guy holds them up with the gun. And, you know, he's about to, he starts robbing them. Yeah. Cheyenne put on the performance of her life. Oscar. Oscar word. <laughs> Oscar, okay. <laughs> Angela Bassett, who? <laughs> to the point where he said her name. And it was like, skirt, skirt, hold up, what? Down, they said, shy. She would look like that meme of that girl in the court <laughs> when she got caught cheating. She was like, Okay, well, but you can talk. Give me them shoes. 
How you do that? She's like, it's nothing personal. Like we're equal opportunity robbers. Like everybody can get it. It's Shane. She's so hype about it. Even those shoes, girl. She said, Issa, you can keep those. Cause Issa got upset more than Molly did and was like, here. And she said, girl, I don't want what those things. What I'm gonna do with those? I can't do nothing with those. Like what? Mm. Oh my god! Like wow, Shine, you it was Kiki in all episode remin- reminiscing about their days, and you set us up and rock. Like what? I wouldn't have gave her nothing because I know who you are. I'm telling the police. But he had a gun, so she wasn't gonna shoot nobody. You never know. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mind you, earlier I mentioned, like, didn't y'all have a falling out with this yes. girl? Like, what was the real reason? No one knows. No one remembers. And he's like, I forgot I didn't like her. Yes, she's trash. She's, she's trash. trash. She's trash. She ain't changed. It's it, it changed. That's it. Yeah. So when they got back to the car and they tell Kelly and Tiff, they they don't believe them. They was like, girl, bye. Wait, what? And then they noticed that uh, Molly ain't got no shoes on. And they just had to laugh at it because it. It's crazy. Like it's one of those moments. It's so crazy. I, all I can do is laugh. There's nothing else that we can yeah. do. Like what the crap? Like what? We just got robbed. And it was cute that they ha- they had um, they haven't laughed like that in forever. That definitely brought them back together. Because before they were fake back. Now they, they back, back, back back. They back back. <laughs> So they go out to breakfast and they have uh, their own memorial for Kelly. Their own, uh, they gave her, giving her a flower. She was a great friend because early in the car, she she was mad because she felt like everything was a joke. Like, what is what is, what is going to be my legacy? All y'all think about is I'm joking. I'm never serious. Then Molly brings up Omari again because Omari apparently this guy is looking for her. It's just like, girl, you wasn't tripping on him then. You're not tripping now. Move forward. Mm-hmm. We see a clip of Kelly. She has the podcast. Shout out to her. And she starts to ask a question, like, how would you want to be remembered? What would you want to leave behind? This whole trip definitely put things into perspective for Issa. You know, we see Lawrence. He picks her up from the airport. And it's some awkwardness. And I was confused. I'm like, I thought y'all was good. Like, what's going on? I forgot about him. I was forgetting about somebody. Hey. Hey, you. So Issa's like, I had some time to think. And he's like, yeah. And the episode's in. No, no, no. Circle what? back. I thought he was about to get some. Because he was like, shall we? Should we go up? Like, let's go back since you ain't been here in a minute. She was like, about that. If you could just go home, um, that would be great. <laughs> so she had a lot to think about. Thanks for the And we got a lot to think about. So let's get into our yeah. question, mm-hmm. comments, and concerns. And we also like to call it the writer's room because we got some things to rewrite. Um, let's go. Okay, so first question I have is, who's taking care of the baby? How much is child support? What's going on? Where's the baby? Where's canola oil? What's going on? It's only been two months. <laughs> Did it say two months? Semester. So I guess she, I'm I'm assuming this is what she has to think about. Like, you know, do I want to date this guy who has a baby on the way? Is this mm-hmm. the legacy I want to leave behind? A stepmom? I don't know. Is this what I want in my life? That's good. Yeah. Especially because in a lot of relationships where the guy has a child and then, you know, he dates another woman, it's almost like he expects this woman to help him with the baby if, like, it's on, like, if he has the baby on his days, like, and a, lo- a lot of times, like, the girlfriend will take care of the child while he goes out to hang out with his friends or while he goes out to work. And it's like, 
do I want to be doing this? This is not my kid. I I don't know. I never dated a guy with a kid, but I've seen my friends do it. And I feel like it depends on the relationship. I feel, I've seen like, I've seen like the guy, who, when it's their weekend, they stay with the kids. But like, as, as time goes by, and their relationship gets stronger, then the, the girlfriend would step in. Cause they feel like that's my kid too, at that point. But you gotta, you gotta want it. You gotta be down for that. Yeah. Would you date a guy with kids? No. Really? No, I would not. Because I don't want kids, oh. so I don't want to be mothering the child, especially one that's not mine. And God forbid, you know, he and I don't work out. Then I got attached to this kid. It's like, I got attached to this kid. Look at you. <laughs> would you? Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind. As long as it's not something where it's like some drama involved or like if I meet you on Monday, you said, oh, my baby's being born on Friday, that's that's a lot. Like, go take care of your kid. The kid has to have a little age. Yeah. Why, why are you in my face? You have to make bottles. <laughs> <laughs> that to me is another thing. Like, honestly, I, I wouldn't want to date a, a man that has a kid because it's like, whenever that kid is with you, like, I want you to be with your child the entire time. Don't even think about me. Like, worry about your kid. Mm -hmm. But it's just crazy because as we get older, as we're in our 30s, it's almost becoming inevitable. Like, these guys are making babies. And most of them have them but not to say all of them but it's like it's more common for a guy to have kids at 30 plus it's something to think about so i respect Issa and her decision you know she loved lawrence but do i want this molly i don't care if you date omari i don't care for this man i'm not he can go so stop breaking him up i'm proud of her for not falling into that pattern of entertaining a man just because he gave you Attentional, he made it known that he's into you and kind of going back into that pattern of overthinking things too much like i like that Issa finally told her like sis why are you pressed about this man who did not exist until yeah, yesterday like what what do you think about him for you never was pressed for why yeah Issa had told her like i used to love that back in the day we're not pressed about a guy like, we would just go with the flow and keep it pushing and molly had mentioned like that's because at that time i thought i had all the time in the world and i'm like since when did she put a clock on her life like you can do so much this? in your 30s like stop we have to stop doing that like thinking everything's like a time bomb do you think that molly is the type that would settle simply because it comes off like she she wants that like husband and does she want husband and children does she want yeah that? yeah I don't think she would say so think she'll be the type because she's the type to cut. You know, that's something that um, Issa called her out on. She'll cut a guy off in a minute. Oh, I didn't like that, so I'm not talking to him no more. Like, and that's what that's a pattern of hers too. So I don't think she'll settle. But I just hope that she finally gets something something real this season. Like, please give our girl some love. Yeah, I was watching it on um, my TV. Top. And in the wind down at the end of the episode, the director had mentioned like, oh, you're ruining everyone's joy. And Issa's like, whose joy? And she said, America's joy. I was never on Team Lawrence. I <laughs> so I don't know what America she speaks I was with it. Like last season, it showed their relationship in a whole new light and I loved it. So you think that Issa made the right decision in getting back with him? I didn't mind it. She was happy. He told her, she told him that he made her happy. Um, They were happy. They really loved each other. They were together for five years. And like I said, they grew and they had to change. Their selves now are better for each other. Do you think she made the right decision in bringing it off It's with too him? soon to tell. It's too soon to tell. I cannot. It was okay. for her. If this is what she feels she needs to do, I support it. Everybody can't, don't, don't want that stepmom life. It's a lot.
But we'll see. Um, I'm excited yeah, that we're doing this show. I can't wait. Episode two, we'll get more in depth. We'll do some <laughs> tweets from you guys. We'll be some questions, comments, concerns. You can DM us at Seriously Podcast, S-E-R-I-E-S-L-Y Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet us using the hashtag Seriously Insecure. Use that hashtag. Get that rolling. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye, guys.